1: Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National
2: Dolphin Day, Tony. Do you like dolphins? Tony Kornheiser, you bet. My favorite was Uwe Von Schaman. Remember him?
1: Uh, yeah, I thought they were talking about the big, huge mammals. I didn't think they were talking about the Don Shula, Mercury Morris, Jim Kick, Larry Zonka, you know. I don't know, Mike.
2: I've been a sports writer a long time. You say Dolphins to me, I'm going, you know, to the Miami Dolphins. That's how it works, kids. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Javi Baez gets benched, Rory McElroy gets docked, and Kendrick Perkins joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the two play-in games that will determine the eighth seat in the Eastern and Western Conferences. Chicago is at Miami, and Oklahoma City is at Minnesota on which franchise has the most on the line tonight? Um, Tony, my answer may surprise you. The Minnesota Timberwolves,
1: in part because they're in the fishbowl. I mean, everybody's looking at them now going, what did you people just do last week? And then you follow up by going out and having a huge lead and playing admirably, you know, against the Lakers and then blowing that. And now you get another chance. I don't even know that any of the teams in the – postseason are less deserving of a second chance in Minnesota, but they are. But, Tony, they got stuff. They got Anthony Edwards, who had the worst game of his career. He's an overall number one draft pick, and he played like it all season until the other night's play-in game. So they got him. They got Rudy Gobert, who they don't even need, and yet they gave up like 132 draft picks to get him, and it looks to me literally like they don't need him. They could be in the same spot Without him. So you've got a lot of storylines. They are talented. I mean, they're compelling to watch. I think they could push Denver if they're the team that wins and gets out and has to play them. I, I, I think it's Minnesota. I, the, the Miami doesn't – come on, Miami's won, and Miami's going to always win, and this is who they are. And the Bulls may have to dismantle and start over again. And, and, and OKC is coming. They're coming. Josh Giddy and SGA – they're coming soon, but not, to, not, not, not not right now. This is not yeah. their time.
2: So we're going to disagree on this a little bit. Uh, I don't think there's any pressure at all on Oklahoma City. They've overachieved by getting into the play-in to begin with. Yeah, And then yeah. certainly overachieved by winning a game. I don't think there's any particular pressure on Chicago because this is all anybody could have expected for them to win one game in the play-in. Here's where we disagree on Minnesota. Because I think that Minnesota... They make this franchise-altering trade to get Rudy Gobert, and it doesn't look like it's the smartest trade in the world. So if it doesn't work out, you fire the GM who made the trade. But to be fair to them, Mike, (laughs) Carl Anthony Towns got hurt so early and missed a million games, so you don't even know if Gobert can play with Towns yet. We don't really know that. You can call them stupid all you want, but to me, that gives them a little cover that we haven't seen that. To me, it is clearly Miami, Mike. If Miami really. loses this game, if they lose two playoff games at home, at home to yeah. inferior competition, I think maybe you blow that team up. I think you worry that you can't go into next season with Jimmy Good Butler point. as your best player. Mike, a year ago, they were the number one seed in the conference ahead yeah. of Boston, ahead of Milwaukee, yeah. ahead of Philadelphia. Yeah. If they go out in the play-in round, Mike, that, that's devastating to me.
1: Yeah, it's hard to count on the Bulls to do anything two straight games. As soon as they look really Fine. good, you go, wow, the Bulls have possibilities. Oh, wait, no. So it's hard to see Miami losing that second game at home, Tone, but you raise a great point. Let's move to baseball. And a blunder by one of the best base runners in the league. My man, Javi Baez of the Tigers now, took off from second – On a fly ball to center last night, thinking there were two out, when there was just one, and he easily got doubled up. Soon thereafter, Tigers manager A.J. Hinch pulled his, to be fair, underperforming star, Baez is now, from the game.
2: Tone, do you agree with Hinch's decision? Okay, so what is a manager supposed to do? What is the role of a manager if it is to get the best out of every player? and he has seen a variety of players on his team make terrible base-running mistakes in the last few games, then yes, then I agree with that. I mean, Javi Baez can't be above the law in this circumstance. Prior to this game, he had benched two other guys for similar base-running mistakes. And what Baez said afterwards, that, oh, I'm batting so low in the lineup, I'm sixth in the lineup— you know, I don't even know what's going on here. I mean, that's A, self serving, and B, it's a shot at the manager. Well, Javi Baez is a star player. They're paying him $23 million a year. Last year, he batted 238, and this year, he was hitting 100. He was hitting 100, 100. at this point. You know, so, I mean, if you're A.J. Hinch, you're in purgatory in Detroit. You're managing a lousy team. You manage a good team in Houston with much better players. It's okay if you get beat by better teams, but if your guys beat themselves, that's bad. And my feeling is, Mike, if Baez doesn't like it, he can ask to be traded. I I, I think it's the right move for the manager because he wasn't the first guy he did it to. Yeah, I I thought it was the right move. Look, you don't want to sort of curb
1: Javi Baez on the base paths. He's spectacular. I mean, you've you've heard me say in 2015 and 16 and 17... Javi Baez might have been the best base runner since Jackie Robinson because he steals home in the postseason. I mean, Javi Baez is brilliant on the bases, but he takes risks. This wasn't even a risk. It seems like he was just napping on this one. And so, yeah, Yeah. you can bench him, and he's not even hitting – he's hitting 100. Javi Baez belongs one place. You mentioned I don't want him to ask for a trade. He needs to be in Wrigley Field. I know the Cubs have got something promising. They're building with young players. Javi Baez belongs in Chicago, not on the south side, on the north side in Wrigley Field, where he is electrifying and people love him. He helped deliver a World Series, and that's where he should be, not up I-94 in
2: Detroit. Sorry. He's making $23 million a year, and that's why he's there. You know, yeah. I mean, you worry, can you, can you lose him? Um, but I don't think so because I think that he'll realize he wasn't being singled out because other guys had been benched prior to that. That's, That's right. We'll on. That's right. Rory McElroy is not playing at Hilton Head this week. That's an elevated event where star PGA players are expected to play. Consequently, the PGA will withhold $3 million in bonus money McElroy earned last season. McElroy knows the rules because McElroy helped write the rules. <laughs> Wilbon, <laughs> given that McElroy has been such a spokesman and champion for the PGA Tour, are they right? To withhold this money. Yeah.
1: Yes. He can make the money back. I mean, it's not, you know, he can make the money back. And this is Rory's own decision. I mean, he has been out there publicly and admirably. He and Tiger Woods have been the most vocal of the the great PGA Tour pros saying, here's what we've got. And when they went to this elevated status for certain tournaments, Rory didn't just know it. He endorsed it. Loud, publicly, good for him. So then what are you going to say? Oh, Rory, you're an exception. You don't have to play by these rules, which you helped, right? No, this is not a big deal. It just isn't. I can't believe that Rory's going to make it a big deal. And no, he doesn't get the three mil. Not now,
2: anyway. Yeah. Um, Rory McElroy is the perfect person to be punished like this because he has been the loudest spokesman for the PGA Tour. And so this makes the PGA Tour look like nobody is above the law. They look very strong in this. And if you know, first of all, it's not prize money. It's bonus money. They're not taking right. away something he won. It's a different no. deal. And second of all, in this particular case, you have not heard Rory say anything bad about this decision yet. He hasn't said anything, and I suspect he knows that it's the correct decision. The PGA Tour went out of its way to combat the Saudi Tour by offering more money in tournaments and limited fields in those tournaments. These tournaments were what Rory wanted and what yes. they gave Rory. So if you're not going to play, I'm sorry, then you have to, you have you to don't live get the with bonus. this and lose. The th- yeah. No, you don't. You don't get you the don't. bonus and money. I, you know my, I'm going to add, give me 20 seconds on this because I think Augusta has something to do with this. He shot 77 on Friday. He didn't make the cut at Augusta. He went to Augusta knowing that the spotlight was on him and, and all the tour players in the whole world, including the Saudi tour, for the first time all year, were going to be together. And I think he wanted to really win or at least do very, very well in that. And he yeah. didn't even make the cut. I would yeah. not be surprised if somebody told me he is despondent right now about that and he doesn't want to play golf right now. That would not surprise me. Let's take a break. Coming up, what will the return of Andrew Wiggins do for the Warriors? We're going to ask Kendrick Perkins. We are also going
1: to ask Big Perk why he's picking... The Clippers over Tony's sons. So why did the Cubs let Baez go? Why did they say let them all go? They let them all go because they didn't want to pay everybody. They couldn't pay everybody $250
3: million. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C dot The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. The
2: NBA playoffs begin in earnest this weekend, which makes it a perfect time to bring in our great friend from NBA today, Mr. Kendrick Perkins. We're going to start with the Warriors. Andrew Wiggins has been cleared to play for the Warriors. What does his return do for them Because they play third-seeded Sacramento. I think that begins tomorrow night.
4: Well, you know, obviously we look at Andrew Wiggins and what he done last year. I mean, he was the second-best player on the team outside of Steph Curry, but he's been away from the game this season for a long time. And I keep telling people that the only way you get into basketball shape and get your legs up under you is by playing the game of basketball. And he's walking into it at his highest level. I don't expect him to do much. I actually think Steve Kerr is going to ease him in. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on minute restriction. I wouldn't be too pressed and thinking that he's going to come out there and be the Andrew Wiggins that we saw last postseason because he hasn't got the reps up under him yet.
1: We're going to stay in the West for this next topic, Perk the Lakers the other night put a whole lot of doubt in my mind not being able to crush the T-Wolves who was so shorthanded and had everything working against them, but I was shocked that night to turn the TV on and my man Perkins saying, wait a minute, don't get carried away. You were not shaking like I was. Why not?
4: Not you too, Will Born. You You know better. You know better. That's what we used to tell our kids when they were... You know better. See... Everyone get caught up in, you know, the offensive end and the Lakers didn't make shots and they didn't look great offensively. Defense win championships. And when I look at what the Lakers did in the second half of, uh, of that game, when I look at how they held the Kings to 12 points in the fourth quarter, 16 points in the fourth end overtime, that was championship level defense. I saw active hands. I saw Darby Ham make adjustments by putting AD on Kyle Anderson and putting Rui Hachimura on uh, Carl Anthony Towns. I saw LeBron James diving on the floor for 50-50 balls, and everything was contested. I saw a championship-caliber defense, and the great thing that happened for the Lakers was that they were in a championship-caliber game where the Minnesota actually threw the kitchen sink at them so the others are now prepared to know what to expect going into this Memphis series.
1: All right, Perkins, sounds like me standing at your locker 15 years ago and you telling me to stop paying attention to offense back then. Some things never change. We're going <laughs> to stay in the West. We're going to stay in the West. Tony, Tony has from day one of the Kevin Durant trade, pronounced that the Suns are the best team, period. They got this great-looking series with the Clippers coming up, and you have detailed, starting with Russell Westbrook, why you like the Clippers in that series. Let's hear a little bit more about
2: that.
4: Well, you know, Will Bond, I, I, I kind of felt Tony energy at the start of this segment. You know, it, it, it didn't feel that, that same joy, our brotherhood. And it's probably because I'm about to say this. Okay, when I look at the Phoenix Suns, yes, you have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and CP3, but who are the others? Okay, yeah, DeAndre Ayton, but when I look down their bench, they're not deep, and you need the others. Strength are in numbers, but when I look on the other side at the Clippers, although they missing PG, I'm looking at Kawhi, and he has quietly been a top-five player the second part of the season and towards the end of the season. Russell Westbrook looked like a completely different player under Ty Lue. And when I look at guys like Nicholas Batum and Norman Powell, Terrence Mann, Bone Holland, Plumlee, and Big Zubak, those guys are good additions and are way better role players than what the Phoenix Suns have on their bench. And that's why I'm picking the Clippers along with the coaching of Tyron Lue to win this series against the Phoenix Suns. You if go, that Tommy. happens,
2: yeah, if that happens, I tip my hat to you. I do, because I do believe that Kevin Durant, <laughs> just by his presence, makes them a great team. So I tip my hat to you. We get you out of here, and this okay. will finally go to okay. the East. Trey Young says he has confidence in his team, a seven-seed, Atlanta's seven-seed against the two-seeded Celtics. Do you share that confidence that Trey Young has?
4: <laughs> I don't, and I feel sorry for his loss, because – <laughs> they're gonna get. They're gonna get. It's gonna be a gentleman's sweep by the Celtics. Okay, and Trey Young's supposed to say that. I, I applaud him for having the confidence and going public with it to try to get his team uh, riled up. But they don't have enough to compete with the Celtics. They just don't have enough to compete with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I don't see the depth that they could have to match Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon coming in off the bench along with Grant Williams. So when I look at the Atlanta Hawks, they still have a lot of work to do, and there's been too much chatter around that organization for them to automatically turn the switch on to go compete against a team like the Boston Celtics who are on a mission to go, go win an NBA championship.
2: We completely agree on that one. Thank you, Perk, as always. Perk,
4: thank you, sir. <laughs> See you soon. I appreciate y'all legends.
2: Let's take one last break. Still to come, are the Rays in good position to win a record 14th straight tonight? And the NBA
1: puts a big fine, eh, maybe not so big, on the Dallas Mavericks for tanking. Tony, the Celtics would have an yeah. additional championship if Perk was in that lineup. And it hadn't.
3: Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but they're a chance to look your best too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though they start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be impeccably dressed with Indochino. So order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. That's right. It's bespoke without the premium price tag. Suits start at just $499 and fitted shirts at 89 bucks. To make life even easier, you can set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. But if you prefer a premium in-person experience, just book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code PTI to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O promo code PTI.
0: With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast.
2: Happy time, people. Happy 57th birthdays, Greg Maddox and David Justice, and happy 53rd birthday, Steve Avery. We're doing all three Atlanta Braves teammates because they were all on the 1995 Braves team that won the World Series beating Cleveland. Maddox was the number one starter, Justice was a star outfielder, Avery was a starting pitcher. The noteworthy fact here is this is the only World Series that great Braves team ever won. They had three Hall of Fame pitchers, Maddox, Tom Glavin, and John Smoltz. They had a Hall of Fame manager, Bobby Cox. They had great everyday players, Justice, Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones. In the 10-year period between 1993 and 2002, when those pitchers were together, the Braves won 9 of 10 division titles. But they only won one World Series.
1: I saw David Justice recently out here in Arizona on the golf course. Looks like he's 30 years old. Like he could go out there right now and have a couple of hundred at-bats at least during the season, I think also, Tony, it's a happy 60th to Randall Cunningham, who at one time was your favorite player in the National Football
2: League, was he not? At one time, that's true, at one time, yes. Happy anniversary, Rob Ray. On this day 31 years ago, a Quebec Nordiques fan jumped onto the ice at the Quebec Coliseum and charged towards the Buffalo Sabres bench during a scuffle between those teams. Several Buffalo players got hold of the fan and Ray proceeded to punch him like a jackhammer. You can count 15 punches in the video. Sabres won the fight, but they lost the game 7-3. A New York Times story after the incident said apparently on a bet, a 21-year-old man jumped onto the ice and challenged Buffalo players to fight. Photos showed Buffalo coach John Muckler jabbing at the fan with a hockey stick as Ray punched him. You know, I'm all for beating down fools who enter the
1: arena when they shouldn't. But that, that was too much. And by the way, I'm told... I messed up on Randall Cunningham. His birthday was like three weeks ago. I don't know where I
2: got it. Oh, good job out of you. Good job out of you. Happy trails to the Blackhawks for Jonathan Taves. The longtime Chicago captain and three-time Stanley Cup winner scored a goal in his final game with the franchise he served so well. The Blackhawks had already traded Patrick Kane before deciding to cut ties with Taves as well. Taves was the subject of a video tribute and an interview on the ice after the game. Could have been a real Hollywood ending as Taves had a breakaway opportunity in overtime. But Flyers goalie stoned Taves' last shot as a Blackhawk. Woman, I know you look admiringly at Taves and Kane. Oh, yes I do, Tony. (laughs) They fit in there.
1: Jordan and Pippen are at the top of the pyramid. But you get Banks and Williams and Sano and Jenkins and you get, I mean, Hull and Makita, if you want to stay with hockey, you get Sayers and Peyton and Butkus and Ditka. We had stars. We didn't always win a lot, but we had stars. Those guys, and this is led by the captain, Jonathan Tate, they won and they were big stars in that city. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. they can find a seat at
2: a restaurant for the rest of life if they want one. And a bonus happy trails of $750,000 of the Mavericks' money. The NBA fined the team for, quote, conduct detrimental to the league by tanking last Friday's game against the Bulls when the Mavs still had a shot to make the playoffs. Head of NBA Basketball Operations Joe Dumars said in a statement that the Mavs' actions, quote, undermined the integrity of our sport and failed our fans in the league, unquote. It's always the same. It's always money. Never something meaningful like a draft pick. Never. Well,
1: it could have been a lot more money. Just saying it could have been. What was it, 600000 like four or five years ago?
2: Could have been a lot more money and wasn't. Quick to the big finish. The Golden Knights are still win. West and the Bruins won their final game. Which is the bigger deal? hard to go against the Bruins who
1: won 15 of their Finals, 16 to close out the regular season. The Penguins fired their president of Hockey Ops, their GM, assistant
2: GM, all after missing the playoffs. Isn't that a little harsh? Once in 16 years, feels harsh. Avalanche captain Gabriel Landeskog will not return for the playoffs, is that a big blow? Ah, defending champs, he's been out since October
1: with a knee injury, but he had done this before and come back and been huge. It probably is a big goal. Fernando Tatis went five for six with three home runs, eight ribbies, in a triple-A rehab game. Wow. Is that significant?
2: Feels like he's over his ringworm, doesn't
1: it? Last one will the Rays when they're 14th <laughs> straight tonight. No, they're going up against a good team now in Toronto. I think it comes to an end. We're out of time. We'll try and do
2: better the next time. Happy birthday, Michael Kornheiser.
1: Oh, happy birthday, Michael. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, knuckleheads. And now, here's
3: SportsCenter.
4: That ringworm is pesky, though. It's pesky.